Hello again, and welcome everyone to another episode of Project Brief. Uh, I am here with Jay Ringo, my co-host for the Project Brief. Say hi. Hello. I'm very excited for this one. I'm so excited. For this. I'm going to shut up already. We're going to go through some fun ones over the next, uh, over the coming weeks and episodes. Um, and if you don't know what the Project Brief is, it's just a little episode that I run on the Boink Radio where I talk about Boink projects in the most simplest terms. I don't go too in-depth into the science, but I go in-depth enough so that everyone can understand. Um, as always, leave all questions to the end. Uh, and Jairingo, what's your favorite language? Old English. That's a pretty good choice. Uh, Thank you. My, my favorite one. <laughs> it's what? Sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> what is it? Python. Python. Oh, <laughs> nice. I'd say it three times. Now the Python goblin's going to come out and get me. <laughs> so today we are talking about Goofy X Grid. Uh, and no, we're not talking about Disney's Goofy, but Goofy the adjective. <laughs> um, it's uh, This project is based around the famous monkey on a typewriter problem. Um, and uh, the original thought for the problem was, oh, if you were to get a monkey... Uh, all monkeys, and put them in a room with a whole bunch of typewriters in them, sit them at the desk with the typewriters, and you give them enough time, and they'll write all of Shakespeare's works. Uh, and so, mathematically, this has all been proven, and I'll come back to that later, but the it, it's fun to ponder as to whether we can actually do this with computers and test um, and test things to see whether they're actually random or not, or whether we can actually make some of Shakespeare's works by just generating randomness. Uh, so if, if we want to put this into a much more rigorous perspective, um, the monkeys are essentially just random number generators. So they'll generate a random number, pick a random key and press it. Okay, and almost surely, writing all of Shakespeare's works is math is a mathematical term. So almost surely is a mathematical term, apparently. <laughs> um, so if, if we want to put this into a proper problem, provided an, a random number generator with infinite time, the random number generator will produce a finite text an infinite amount of times. Okay, so what that means is if you put in if we keep the analogy of the monkey, if you keep the monkey in the room for an infinite amount of time and that monkey presses the keys of the typewriter, provided an infinite amount of time, it'll write the whole works of Shakespeare an infinite amount of times. Okay, and so that's the whole mathematical idea behind it. Now, so you're probably thinking, what's the goal of Goofy X Grid? Well, I guess it's just to prove that we can do it. <laughs> The the probabilities of writing the complete works of Shakespeare are so exceedingly small, but they're there, that they're so exceedingly small that it would take so long, greater than the age of the universe, to even get to that point <laughs> from pure randomness. Uh, and so what can we actually discover from this project? Uh, well, it's only a matter of infinite time. <laughs> uh, the, wow, uh, that was is... excellent. Well done right there. Yeah. <laughs> There is one, uh, although there is one discovery that was uh, associated with this, with the whole problem of the monkeys and typewriters. It came before Goofy X Grid, and uh, it was the first time that uh, cryptanalysis uh, occurred into random number generators, or uh, and and tests were created to test whether a random number generator was random enough, or whether it was pretty random, or. Um, 
yeah, just to test whether it was a good and safe random number generator. And so some uh, investigations were done into that field, and today we have the monkey test. <laughs> and uh, now with today, we can actually check how random something is, which is also another good thing too, especially for cryptography and security. Okay, now uh, I'm going to get you guys to do an activity here. So I want you all in the chat, or at least people who can go into the chat, and I want you to mash your keyboard. All right, <laughs> mash your keyboard. We're going to simulate the monkeys on a typewriter, and I'm going to show you the difference between a computer random number generator and a monkey random number generator. There we go. Keep going. Give me lots of text. The more text we have, the better. It's all right if you don't text. You can get all the other people to do it. I see someone's just spammed a whole bunch of Ws into the chat. That's quite random of you. <laughs> yep, perfect. We've got some numbers and some symbols coming. Lots of more numbers and more letters. <laughs> Jay Ringo, are you going to mash your keyboard? I'm going to be fully honest with you. I'm doing the dishes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of time today. Oh, that's great. <laughs> okay, that should be plenty. <laughs> all right, let me copy all this and plug it into my little program here. Yep, and the point of encryption is to obfuscate anything. And uh, making it seem like complete gibberish is great. Almost done. Nice password, Joe, buddy. <laughs> I see someone almost wrote out the word fiesta. <laughs> okay, and that should be enough text. Okay, let's take a look. Okay, so we have a bit of data. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to copy-paste this in the chat, uh, but I'll go through it. Uh, I'll just... I think I'll copy-paste some of the letters. So I've generated a histogram of all the letters that were pressed on people's keyboards. There we go. So that's a snippet of it because Discord's not going to let me post so much text. Um, but if it's not there, then it's, uh, from my looks, it's lower than all those bars there. So if you don't see a letter in that one there, it's lower than all those bars. Uh, it appears that F was the most used character. <laughs> um, Respect! Followed, yeah, uh, followed by H. And uh, a whole bunch of most popular letters were clumped all into the same, into the same basket. So O, D, F... H-S-J-I-U-G-A uh, were more or less more popular than a lot of the other letters. Uh, and yeah, some of the other letters that weren't so popular, X, Y, uh, T, uh, and a whole bunch of symbols too. So uh, period, hyphen, uh, brackets. Uh, seemingly the little up arrow was quite popular, as well as the ampersand. Uh, but yeah, asterisk wasn't as popular either. But that just goes to show uh, how if you put a monkey at a typewriter, uh, it might not produce pure randomness. And so right now I'm going to show you what computer randomness actually looks like. Okay, so what this histogram shows is that the probability of choosing any letter in the alphabet is even. So uh, if you produce, uh, if you grab a whole bunch of letters of the alphabet and you say, oh, I want to pick them with even probability. You should get an approximately even count of all the letters in the alphabet. Uh, and with this histogram, uh, it shows you that the computer's random number generator is quite even. It's quite fair. And uh, it's not biased towards any particular letter, unlike the uh, all of us humans at the, <laughs> at the keyboard, uh, but rather it's evenly biased across everything. And uh, so, yeah, that's the aim that we want with random number generators, because if you're biased towards a particular number or a particular character or a particular bit, then what happens is you get 
a bias that someone can take advantage of and can break in terms of security and cryptography. All right, so talking a bit more about um, Goofy XGrid, as far as I've read, there's there's a few types of applications, uh, and I think there's more than this, but these are the only ones that I've actually been able to sort of find and read on because um, I'll talk about it in a minute, but the project's sort of breaking down, <laughs> unfortunately. So there's a monkey application V1, which uh, as far as I've read, generates the random characters or words. Uh, it's not clear whether they generate random characters or random words. Uh, probably they generate random words just so that it's a lot more probable that they'll find <laughs> the Shakespeare uh, play and so they don't have to wait millions of years. Um, then there's monkeys V2 which will actually find the words generated from monkeys v1. So it'll just go through and do a dictionary search. Oh, did this word appear in here? Did this word appear in here? Did this word appear in here? And so it'll try and find different words and phrases to see how much it can make. Uh, and I guess just to give a bit of statistics on it. Then there's monkeys three. And uh, it looks for phrases or long sentences from monkeys one. So it sort of builds on the words Instead of just searching for individual words, we're now searching for phrases. And so I think uh, from what I can tell is it goes up in hierarchical level until it might get to checking if the whole work of Shakespeare is in there, <laughs> or at least some part of it. And if we can find a pretty good part of it, uh, then we can show that we can actually do this, <laughs> even though it'll probably take millions of years. But hey, we're here <laughs> and we're blank. <laughs> All right, um, the project has fallen on hard times, unfortunately. So for context, uh, with Boink servers, you can host them on a specialized server. You can host them on data centers or stuff like that, or you can actually host them at home. And if you have a good enough computer and a good enough network set up, then uh, you can make your own Boink server at home, and some projects actually do that. And as far as I can tell, Goofy XGrid was one of those projects. They had a server room at home. It was in a little hole in the wall, apparently. Uh, and in 2018, a flood happened, and the server room wall collapsed onto the server. So uh, that was quite unfortunate. Uh, not a lot of data was lost in that one. Uh, I think they had backups, or just simply everything shut off before the water came through. So nothing was actually... No data was actually lost. But uh, unfortunately, last year, 2019, uh, there was a, apparently a severe power surge. Uh, and even though uh, the admin of Goofy XGrid had an uninterrupted power supply and a surge protector on the, same, on the same electricity line, it didn't work. So unfortunately, they lost a lot of hardware and they lost a lot of data and a lot of results. Um, and uh, as we speak, the insurance money is being traced down. So uh, from that, there are no tasks for Goofy XGrid. Last time I checked, uh, the project does appear to be quite dead from now. So there's there's not. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a future for it. It was a great project. I saw that the admin was talking about different stuff like, oh, what if we move to this platform? Or what if we move to this platform? What if we start crunching this? So it could be here in the future, but as far as we know, it's um, it's just been through too much catastrophe and uh, it's it's going to be dead from now on. Although the website is still up, so you can go on and check uh, exactly what Goofy XGrid does and uh, see if you can go through the forums and see what people have been talking about for a while. 
So uh, before we conclude, this uh, this project actually brings up the uh, the cheating debate again. So whether you can actually cheat Boink work. Um, people have been speculating in certain uh, in certain Boink projects, such as I think Prime Grid may have had an issue with cheating at some point, uh, as well as uh, the old um, DHEP project. Um, people were questioning whether it can be cheated because it was quite a new project, uh, and they did stuff in quite a interesting way. Goofy X Grid can be cheated uh, if you let the computers on the Boink network actually generate the randomness. So the problem with cheating in Boink is that if something can't be validated, so if, for example, you're asking a computer to spit out random garbled just text, then it's hard to validate that. How do you validate that that text is actually random? And how do you validate that that text is actually genuine? And so here's the problem with Boink, is when you get a task where it can't be validated, people can start to manipulate stuff, or at least it's possible to manipulate stuff. And uh, a better way to do it, which probably I would have done if I made this project, is to let the server generate the random numbers and then let the computers on the network get those random numbers uh, and check to see whether there's any text in them. And so uh, computers are very good at generating just random numbers out of thin air. I can open up a program now and generate gigabytes of random text in a in a, a good couple seconds. <laughs> um, and so a better way to do it is to let the server do the non-validating tasks and then let the computers on the network do the actual validating tasks and the tasks that can be validated. And so that opens up any Boink projects that don't have any validation on their work units to these sorts of cheats. Uh, it doesn't have to be something that just can't be validated at all. Some Boink projects choose to only have one person crunch a particular work unit before it's accepted. And that also has its own risks too. And we've talked about this before on the Boink radio where in distributed networks, you have a little bit of redundancy. So uh, for the Boink network, usually uh, a com uh, two computers connected to a particular project will do the same work. Uh, so that, that's just the inherent redundancy. And if you don't have that redundancy, you lose validity. And so that's why the science that we do on Boink is quite rigorous, unless it's something like Goofy X Grid. <laughs> so as always, if you don't have a good computer and you want to use your brain power, uh, you can hop over to Zooniverse.org where you have some science puzzles that you can do. They need some help over there. They've got some new projects going on. And uh, hopefully, if you're bored in lockdown, you can go on. And um, I was actually looking at snail embryos the other day. <laughs> <laughs> on Zooniverse. So they have some interesting stuff up there. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can learn a lot of stuff too. So it's great. But anyway, next time we're going to be talking about Minecraft at home on the project brief. We're going to go through some of the fun projects. And uh, so now it's time for questions if anyone has any questions. As the questions flood into the chat, I have uh, an uplifting comment for the admin here. Um, we already know that Shakespeare can be written and spawns from randomness. Let me tell you why. Long, long time ago, there was this ooze of stuff and it turned into the universe. Boom. Whoa. Presto, right? What did I say? Boom, boom, bang, presto last week? <laughs> <laughs> and when it did this, there was one random oddity that caused an imbalance in the way things were laid out. That random oddity caused everything to coagulate in a specific way and then you know created the sun stars and then eventually earth 
and then eventually proteins and then life. And then from that life, we kind of randomly came to humans. And then randomly, we get to the point where these two humans meet and have a kid and they randomly decide to name it Shakespeare. And this kid randomly goes through life and ends up going through the life he went through and writing the works of Shakespeare. So I rest my case. That's quite meta. <laughs> this is right. a very fun project. I'm sad to hear actually about all the all the stuff, bad stuff that's happened to it over the years. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just a joy to see that um, anyone can make a project on Boink, and uh, because as we say a lot, it's a permissionless system, and this is what someone made on the Boink infrastructure. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and having this fun stuff for people to come in and do, and hopefully visualize if there was a Boink screensaver for it, um, it would attract quite a lot of people because thinking, oh, monkeys on a typewriter, we're simulating the monkeys on a typewriter. That's great. Let's go. Let's do it. And then uh, most of the people will crunch it, crunch for a month, and then ditch it. A portion of those people will stay on Boink, and a portion of those people will go and check out other projects on Boink. So it's all about uh, bringing people together and uh, educating and connecting. Amen. Haggis has got a, I'm sorry, Crunchy Haggis has a question for you here. Did the random text try to get Shakespeare in English or the original Klingon? Uh, actually, with the uh, Goofy <laughs> X grid, I think they were trying to do it in Polish, if I'm not mistaken. And people were asking if they could do it in other languages too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they had a lot of issues with languages. So not only did they have to do it for English, they also had to do it for... Um, I, I think the, the original was for, for Polish, because I think the creator of the project was Polish. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were trying to do Polish and English. I see there's not much questions. <laughs> it's a fun project, so um, it's a lot less safer. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no. I was watching the. Uh, I I can tell. <laughs> also, there really isn't much to ask about this project. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Here. All right. Uh, I think we'll probably wrap it up then. Uh, that's it for the project brief. Uh, I'll see you in uh, another two weeks where we'll talk about Minecraft at home. So we're doing more fun projects over the coming weeks and coming episodes. Uh, I'll see you next time.